we're not here. Where are we? Well, I don't know. <laughs> we're not here. We're, okay. I'm Candace. I'm Natalia. This is not a single fork, just another podcast about food and cooking. And we're taking a break. Because everyone deserves a break. Today and tomorrow <laughs> and always. So we are taking a break between seasons, but we didn't want you to forget about us. So what are we going to do? So we're going to play the best of the best. Uh, the episodes that people really, really liked and downloaded a lot. Okay, so the most downloaded episodes will be what we will play. In exactly. Hiatus. And so that's what you're going to hear right now. So stay tuned. You're going to get some more of Candace and Natalia. And we'll be back soon with our next season. Thanks for listening. Do you like to cook? I mean, sometimes, I guess, when I have time. Sounds like you're kind of over it. I'm kind of over it. Well, do you need some suggestions or tips? I mean, do you have any? Are you going to share them with me? Well, that's kind of what this podcast is all about. Well, all right then. Let's do this. I'm Candace Conley. And I'm Natalia Banjak. And this is Not a Single Fork, another podcast about food and cooking. Yeah, but we're going to keep it real. awesome podcast art for Not a Single Fork was provided by Promos Screen Printing, Inc. Quality from art to finish, it's not just their slogan, it's their standard. If you're looking for truly custom screen printing and design, there's only one place for you, Promo Screen Printing. Their award-winning team has been dedicated to creating custom printed apparel for almost 20 years. For more information, visit their website at promosusa.com, and that's Promos with a Z. And to see the huge variety of promotional products for every occasion and every budget, check them out at promoscreenprinting.logomall.com. So we're going to talk about a lot of different things in today's episode. Um, One of those things is that we are pretty free and easy around here. You're easy. Well, and you're free. So there you go. And we do not give a single fork. So what does that mean? We don't give a single fork. Well, you know, if you take it literally we don't give a single fuck no fucks given none none not not any left here so we're going to have fun and we hope you have fun with us and we're going to get on with it now so here's some things we're going to talk about today one of them is it's again it's not rocket science this is about it's not about the food it's about how much fun you have when you're cooking because food is just kind of food Yeah. How would you do that? How do you have fun when you're cooking? Well, you have to have the right attitude. So when you, because, you know, most people, they get home from work and they're, you know, well, first of all, you're dog tired. You don't want to cook. No, kids screaming, animals, shit. Yeah. Whatever. You know, house is a mess. House is a mess. And then you are expected to get food on the table, whether you're man, woman, or child, you have to get food on the table. And just to start off with, that's awful. So... You have to kind of get your head around changing how that's going to happen. Like instead of it being a chore, it actually being something that you enjoy to do. 
Exactly. Yeah? So the okay. first thing you do is get your work clothes off. Yes. Get to snap that bra off or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And get comfy clothes get comf- on. Yoga pants. Mm-hmm. My fave. Mm-hmm. And if it's uh, nice out, get some flip-flops on. Or, or nothing. Or, I like to be barefoot. I like to be you free. You like to be naked, actually. I like to be naked. <laughs> Cooking naked is a little dangerous, so we yeah. don't advise that. But it is kind of fun. Yeah. So there's always that option, mm-hmm. but once you get out of those work clothes and you're, and that just starts the, you know, you're, you're thinking about something different. You need a drink. You need a, you you at least a, a glass of wine. Got something. Just Gin. consider, even if you, do, you know, even if you're not Vodka. a drinker, just get something that you enjoy drinking. Mm-hmm. Cause I know we have a lot of people in our audience that maybe they don't drink as much as we do. Maybe a nice cranberry juice. I don't know. I, all I, I would I know hate, is wine. Personally, I hate juice, so no, I wouldn't be no. drinking water? juice. Well, no, no let's do something boring. besides, you know, okay. maybe a soda. I don't know. But anyway, you, so, you, so you've got your clothes changed, you've got something you like to drink, favorite beverage, and then let's put some tunes on. Oh, God, music is key. Or even a movie. I like to put a movie on every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, you like movie. I, I like, like music. in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And music for me, and probably movies for you too, it's like it depends on your mood. Like if you've had a super stressful day, like music may be a little scary. And that's okay because it'll, it'll bring you back down. Well, it does. and it, Well, and it just puts you in the right mood because, let's face it, Cooking just in and of itself is kind of boring. Well, and, it can, and stressful. And it can be stressful. And, you know, one of the things that we find in our cooking classes is that people, during the times where they like, they have to wait for uh, the chicken to sear or they have to wait for the sauce to oh, reduce. Oh, and they just want to touch it. And, and they want to mess with it. What are you supposed to do instead? Well, drink. Dance around your kitchen. Well, something. Take some more clothes off. That's the part that's boring. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so when you watch, like, for instance, you watch all these food shows, um, and they are, now it's all competition because the simple act of cooking, like when uh, Julia Child Mm -hmm. was doing The French Chef. They'll put a turkey in the oven. Yes. Well, yeah. No, we're not going to do our Julia Child impersonations today. Maybe the next episode, but not today. No. Here's the thing is that that people have gotten so caught up in it has to be exciting all the time. Oh, my God. That's just the magic of television. Well, it's but it's the and they have to make cooking magical. Yeah. So um, so you can't just cook for people anymore. You have to entertain them. And that's okay with me. I mean, you know. If, if you're not entertained, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. But it everything does not have to be a competition. No. You know? I get. I mean, I was on a food competition show, and I have to admit, it was super fun. I loved every minute of it, and I can't wait to do it again. But... But that's not daily. You can't do that shit when you come home. I don't know. My God. <laughs> no. I'd have no. an anxiety attack every day. No. So how do we, so how do we make it fun? Well, one of the things, and and here's the, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about it's the magic of television or the magic of this or whatever, but there's nothing magical really about cooking. A lot of it is just, you have to practice Mm -hmm. because you're not going to be able to do it just boom. I mean, unless you have some weird I don't know, the throwback from uh, a, a, a transformation. Like some or secret a, skill that you haven't tapped yeah, into yet. And it's just like a superhero. Yeah. Just, like, oh my God, I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Woo. No, that's not real. 
It's not. It's not. Nobody does that. <laughs> and we, do, we have a knife skills class. And I tell everyone when they come to the knife skills class that when, when it's over, they are not going to be samurized. No. You know? And they, practice on something cheap, like an onion or a potato or a carrot. Yeah, but yeah. you have to practice. You have to practice. So no matter what, there's no... No magic bullet, folks. I'm sorry. That's that's the problem. Is there is no magic bullet? And is there a pill just, I can take? No. Oh. And that's why people just hate it, and they just don't want to do it because it does take practice, but it doesn't have to be boring practice. No, you and, can be naked and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but you won't be cooking much, probably. <laughs> It's a good start. It's a good start, guys. Come yeah. on. We'll start okay. there. Okay. Maybe that will be the next show. Naked and drunk Naked cooking. and drunk in the kitchen. Yeah, Woo! there you go. I bet there will be a lot of people not watching that. So how are you going to make it fun? You're going to have to practice. You know, so there's there's all these, you know, one six and one half dozen of another of all this stuff that you you just you're you just stop cooking. People just stop cooking. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, convenience too. Well, but but one thing I do have to say is that um, with these uh, packaged dinners yeah. and things that they come to your door, get through the, yeah, yeah, I think that really encourages people. Yeah, to I think cook. It, I think it's smart. But you still have to practice, even though those packaged dinners or whatever, they kind of lead you along the way. And that that's cool. It's a good jumping off point. Yeah. yeah. I think it's great. And then you don't have to think about going to the grocery, the grocery or anything store. like that. Yeah. Ugh. But one of the, and here's one of the things that I really like about those um, packaged dinners um, that come to your door. Home delivery service, I guess is what they call it. Um you try a lot of new flavors. And I think that that's what happens with a lot of people is that they just do the same thing over and over they again. They get stuck. And they get stuck. And they yeah. and they don't want to try new things because they're afraid it's not going to taste good. Well, and it takes a little extra time. When you're used to doing the same shit and using the same shit, one, you always have it in your kitchen. And two, you know how to just throw it together and, and deal with your, your laundry and your kids and your 4,000 other fucking things that you're doing. So it makes it... It, they think it's stressful to try something new. Well, it is because you don't, you don't know consuming. how it's going to turn yeah. out. But the thing is, is you have to think about food in terms of, you know, you have to in your head think, okay, what kind of flavors do I like? Mm-hmm. So if you look at things like, and let's get, let's get outside the American, you know, just plain old food. Let's think about like Greek or Italian mm-hmm. or Asian, Asian. Or, and, and there's lots of different kinds of Asian, of course, but mm-hmm. like Greek food, it's lots of oregano and lemon and garlic and lamb. And feta make it better. Feta is delicious. Yeah. And, and so if you think about the way that foods go together, you develop these kind of personal flavor profiles is what I call them. And you you can kind of create your own. One of my favorites, because I cook Italian, I love Italian, I can't help it, is uh, garlic. Yes, everything. Well, not a lot of garlic, but you know, just enough. You got garlic, you got basil, mm. tomatoes. So fresh. 
Yeah. And then another thing that I like to throw in there, which is kind of different for some people, is I like to use bacon. Ooh, bacon. Because everything better with bacon. Oh my God, yes. And that smell of bacon in your house. Yeah, but you know, you, you fry up a little bacon. Oh, and here's a tip. You always take the bacon out after you've got your fat rendered from Mm -hmm. the bacon because that's what you call it you render the fat from bacon because if you leave the bacon in and you put all those wet ingredients in on top of it it gets well i call it flabby ew flabby Flabby like flabby floppy bacon and nobody likes that especially after you have worked so hard to make this beautiful crispy bacon yeah nobody likes flabby bacon. nobody likes flabby anything really i don't think so so you take that out and you put it to the side and then you do the rest of your dish so you do your tomatoes and you do your parm and you do your garlic and maybe you know you have some sauteed chicken that you're putting in with it or whatever but at the end of your your whole culmination of your dish Ooh, that was a big word um at the end of it you put the bacon on top like a garnish as a garnish okay. because then it stays crispy yeah so you have to kind of come up with your own flavor profile so those are also like tomatoes tomatoes bacon parmesan those kinds of things those i consider those my go-to mm-hmm. ingredients those are things that i almost always have either in my refrigerator or in my pantry yeah so do you have go-to ingredients i garlic onion olive oil always onion's a great one too always have those um i probably put too much onion and shit but man it's good i could eat it like an apple no yeah have you ever done that yeah really i know my mom said i did when i was a kid I'd go in the kitchen and, like, eat an onion like an apple. I'm a weirdo. It's fine. I mean, my skin smells amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sitting next to Mm -hmm. you. And I'm naked. Ha! Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. No, 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 no. So you need to... So you need... Let's get back on track here, girl. Okay, yeah. No. No more eating onions. At least not like an apple. So you create flavor profiles... And kind of based on, okay, let, let me just give you a, a simple one here. Peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. That's a flavor profile. It is. Yeah. So think about it in terms of that. Something as basic as peanut butter and jelly, and it brings something, you know, vivid to your memory. You it's know, nostalgic. It's nostalgic. Yeah. And usually peanut butter and jelly makes people, you know, remember what they ate when they were a kid. But. A flavor profile can be as simple as peanut butter and jelly. It doesn't have to be complicated. Right. And that's the thing about cooking is that it needs to not be complicated because then it's not stressful and it's not scary. Well, and simple is better because you can taste everything and the ingredients just like, what do we say? They sing. They Yes. They I, sing. I love it when food sings. I do too. Then, my, I, then I'm just drunk at that point because it's talking to me. You're, you know, you're talking a lot about being drunk Sorry. today. I, I think be. it's because you haven't been able to drink the last few drink. weeks. Yeah. And not because I'm pregnant. Jesus, no. It's because I'm on antibiotics. Yeah. Well. Just clearing that up. And we certainly hope that you're off them soon. Yes. So that, we so that can I can start again. Normal, get back to normal. Stop talking about being drunk. Yeah. So with a flavor profile and then with your go-to ingredients and go-to ingredients should be things that you keep in your pantry all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, so that when you, okay, you get home from work, you're stressed out. You're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to make? I got to make dinner. If you have pasta. I would say pasta is a good one. Yeah. Pasta in your pantry. You should always have some, you should have a short one and a long one. 
always something you can go to because you don't have to put a tomato sauce no, on it. No. Um, you can just mix vegetables in with it. And pasta so quick. So quick. So quick. And tastes so good. And the same thing with, um, like, if you have uh, rice. Rice mm-hmm. is always a good thing to have mm-hmm. in your pantry. I do always have rice. So think about uh, go-to ingredients that just, you know, make it make it really easy and fast for you to cook things. Yeah. And even if that's throwing in a leftover from the night before with your pasta or with your rice, or if you pick up one thing from the grocery store or two things from the grocery store to just kind of remake something or throw some rice together or pasta together and have a salad or it doesn't have to be hot. It doesn't have to be saucy. No. And that's the other thing is that I grew up without eating leftovers because my mother hated leftovers. Mm -hmm. So I, as a chef, I didn't really start off learning how to use leftovers. Over the years, I have learned to love leftovers because there's so many fun things you can do with them because you're not, I mean, that's the thing is you have all this freedom with a leftover. Mm -hmm. You can make them into anything. Mm -hmm. and Reinvent it. Reinvent it. Yeah, the next day. That's the fun part. Yeah, something new and fresh that you've you, that you had something different with the night before exactly yeah and that's and, and and then I also talk about building your own reference library and you're you I know you say well, what, what does that mean what does that mean well I like just like go-to ingredients if you have a cooking show that you really like if you have a website that you really like, or a podcast, or or even a podcast Hi. that you really like, yeah. um, that you can always listen to, and they always give you they give you nuggets. Oh yes, I love a good. We nugget. love nuggets. Uh-huh. You know, there's a you know you, you and you take all of them separately, and you then have all these things that you can use to make something great, and it doesn't have to be you know fancy never and in fact as far as i'm concerned it rarely has to be fancy mm-hmm. just needs to be good food good flavors and balanced so you want to have savory the umami stuff that people umami. talk about umami so good salty sweet spicy what am I forgetting? Um, acid. Acid. If you have a little bit of each one of those things in your dish, you should have a delicious meal. Yeah, and acid. Acid can be so many different things, like like uh, citrus. Yeah. Vinegar. Acid. Yeah. Uh, what else? Citrus and vinegar are the first things that I think of. And and I think those are things that people forget to add to dishes to kind of balance them and make them Yeah, it doesn't rounded. occur to them that, you know... It's not just a salad dressing that you're going to add that shit to. It's other stuff, too. Well, it's like if you're having... And, and in Oklahoma, people do not... They're not big fish eaters. But if you have a really nice piece of fish mm. or even shrimp or whatever, and you squeeze a little bit of lemon over the top mm. of it, it just pops. Well, like I like to do orange on my pork... Yeah. You know? Orange is a great addition to pork. Yeah. So just play with it. Yeah. So what we're going to be talking about is cooking basics and any kind of tricks of the trade or my my secrets Mm. that I've come up with. And I I don't like to call them secrets because I like to share them. Right. I don't want to keep them secret from people. 
So we're going to kind of, uh, in, in this whole season, first season that we're doing. So excited. We're going to dispel rumors and get rid of the bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. There's a bunch of old wives tales and, uh, you know, things that keep you from just cooking and enjoying it. Well, and you've got to make it work for you. Uh, like that's the thing we see in class too, is that for example, if something's sitting in front of you, you can move it. You can move ah, it to chop something up. I love that. Up. Yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite make, things. Make, make ah. this work for you. Work smarter, not harder. Like everything else. You yeah. can move stuff around. You've got a nice big cutting board or, or even get some plates out that you can, you know, if you've got a small kitchen, you're using a little cutting board, get some plates out and have them help you stage. I mean, just make it work. Think outside the box. Yeah. But, you know, I think that that's one of the things that happens with home cooks is they have something sitting in front of them and then they... It, and they don't cut it up or they don't move it right. or because they think it's supposed Stuck. to be that way. So we're going to get rid of all of that. Yeah. We're going to show you. Because that's bullshit. I guess bullshit. we're not going to show you. We're going to. No. We're, good thing you can't We're going to tell you about yeah. it. Yeah. And that's part of the reason Ugh. why we're doing a podcast is we don't want to wear any makeup. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of podcasts out there about food. Frankly, we don't think they're very thrilling. So we thought we'd do our own where we could have some fun with you. We're going to eventually do some call-ins and well, emails. Well, let's be real. Let's be real. I, yeah. What? No, I mean, we are going to be real. But I'm <laughs> saying all this other shit out there that's like, whoa, hee, 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 ha, ha, ha. No. Let's just be real about it. We're your friends, guys. We're everybody's friend. Yeah. We'll tell you how it is. Yeah. And that's why we're here. Yep. Music's amazing. Thanks, Mark. Uh, if you guys love that, it's markgibsonmusic.com. His music is available there, iTunes and Spotify. He's such a cool man. He is one of the nicest guys. Such a nice guy. Love, love the music. So, hope you do too. And thanks for listening to our very first episode of Not a Single Fork with Candace and Natalia. And if you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, notasinglefork.com. You can find show notes there and leave us a comment. We would really love it if you would leave us a review on iTunes. That way we get to do this more and more and more. And more and more. more. So join us next time when we talk about doing it like the pros. Knife skills. You gotta get some of those. Now stay fresh. Fork bags. Not a Single Fork is made possible by the Girl Can Cook cooking studio and kitchen where real people learn how to cook real food and have fun while they're doing it. Located in beautiful downtown Broken Arrow, Oklahoma's historic Rose District, the Girl Can Cook holds recreational cooking classes during the week and private classes and parties on the weekend. Personalized catering and wine dinners to fit almost any occasion are also available. Check out The Girl Can Cook at thegirlcancookschool.com.